We're going to read, uh, I mean, something here. I, I'm going to get fucked up on gin and build a gazebo, apparently. So uh, this is the neighborhood where I live. You have some neighbors. Okay, well, <laughs> right off the bat here. <laughs> Do I love any of them? <laughs> that would be Percy. Show me him. You love your neighbor, Percy. Percy is the best neighbor anyone could ask for. He's quiet. Minds his own business. Oh, yeah. Okay. Always ask your permission to leave his house. <laughs> Always ask your permission to leave his house. Always ask your permission to enter his house. <laughs> God damn. I appreciate Percy. <laughs> I want to get fucked up on Jin already. Hold on, hold on. Let's see if I can get fucked up first. <laughs> you want to get your Jin on, and who can blame you? You look out your window and notice that your dear neighbor Percy is having a going away party for himself. You'll miss Percy when he leaves, but right now you've got Jin on the mind and want to ask Percy where he keeps the good stuff. <laughs> what is this? You head next door and look around the party for Percy. Hmm, he doesn't seem to be here at the moment. Better occupy yourself until he's there. So I can make small talk with adult neighbors. I can hang out with the neighborhood children or search for Mother Jin on your own. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me talk to the kids. I want to see how funny this is. Okay. You approach the neighborhood kids. They are playing a game of ex exploitative labor. <laughs> exploitative labor, which involves professionally landscaping Percy's yard while chanting, Toil, toil, work the land with blistered arthritic hands. Our backs will break, this lawn will rake. Two dollars a day, the wage will make. The kids play this on your lawn. <laughs> On every day. Although it keeps your property beautifully landscaped, you will lose your mind if you hear them sing this one more time. It drives you nuts. Your commotionly ass is going to need a drink to make all this thing tolerable. So I could reluctantly pet the kids like you would a stray dog and then go make yourself a drink. Or I can make small talk with my adult neighbors instead. So I guess I'll talk to the adult neighbors. You approach your adult neighbors. They are wondering out loud why Percy is MIA at his own going away party. Hello, neighbors. It is nice to see you. Or I could say, it's dog shit that I have to see you right now. Kiss my blood diamond asshole. I'm going to suck that one. <laughs> Before any of them respond, your heinous neighbor, Morticia, interrupts, leaping in front of you with a digital camera. She still hasn't taken the American flag on her porch down, even though July 4th was months ago. Yeah, one of those neighbors. Look who it is. So sad that Percy's moving. Yes? Anyways, we were all just positively gushing over what my oldest son's been up to, lies Morticia, the one who works as a representative for the Union of Drunken Masseuses. You've met him, yes? Nod and act like you even slightly care about what your neighbor's son is up to. Well, he's been missing for over a year now. We couldn't be happier for him. Come take a look at the last known photos of him before he wandered off course in that corn maze and never came out. Everyone gathers around the camera. All right, you're going to have to act interested in this woman's boring family life. <laughs> a look at the last known photos of her son or go hang out with the neighborhood children instead. So I've already hung out with the kids. So I'm going to look at the photos. 
all the all the adult neighbors go ooh and ah and offer compliments about how lost her son has grown up to be. Force yourself to smile and compliment how lost he is. So I'm assuming this is me with the beer and the pretzel. <laughs> it is growing impossible for you to maintain even the slightest interest in this. Silently yearn to hang out with Percy. <laughs> okay. Here it is, the last known photo of my son. Proudly exclaims Morticia. Everyone claps. Jesus, this is a drag. The only thing you're getting out of the drunken masseuse pictures is the urge to have a strong drink. So, hold on. I, let me go with the neighborhood kids again. Uh, and let's see what we can do from here. So, uh, let me see if I can reluctantly pet them. Okay, well, I guess I ultimately I go to get a drink. You go to get to the drink cooler. It's mostly filled with chilled bottles of embalming fluid. Percy must have bought some samples from his office. So, <laughs> I, could, I could dig deeper in the cooler for something else, or I could chug some embalming fluid. I'm going to chug some embalming fluid. You pop open a bottle of embalming fluid. You pour it in a glass and smell it. Hmm. Hoppy. A hint of citrus. Notes of coriander. Overwhelming formaldehyde. <laughs> Drink it. You take a long gulp. Nearly finishing it. It's not very good. <laughs> pour yourself a different... <laughs> <laughs> the embalming fluid hits your system. It is fucking you up good, all right. <laughs> Blackout. Ride this dragon. <laughs> I'm tripping balls. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> now with it, some mysterious to this red. Oh god, I've gone to hell. All right, now it's completely black. Oh, boy. Oh, I've gone supernova. Come to. <laughs> you wake up in Percy's backyard, naked and coughing up embalming fluid all over yourself. Damn, that stuff fucked you up. As you come to, you realize that you built him an above-ground pool. Uh, wow, could you have built anything more useless? He didn't ask for this. What drove you to do this to his backyard? Kind of an inconsiderate thing to do to a neighbor. You can definitely not handle your embalming fluid like you could in college. <laughs> Try again. So let's get back to the checkpoint. And we're going to dig deeper for something else now. You find gin. Now we're talking. Gin is your drink. This is good gin, too. Of course, Percy would be a man of refined taste. So, I could start with a cocktail, or I could fuck it, take a long pull straight from the bottle. Let's go straight to the bottle, baby. You put your mouth on the bottle, lean back, and take a long pull of gin, polishing off what's left in the bottle. Glug. <laughs> oh god oh boy that felt nice the gin's coursing through your system making itself known your liver radiates in gratitude <laughs> damn that's hitting the spot congratulations you have a solid buzz going 
<laughs> Take off your shirt. <laughs> you take off your shirt taking off your shirt just makes sense to you right now you grab your love handles and shake your gut around some more to coat your insides in gin you're feeling far less antisocial than before your mood has lifted considerably go talk to your adult neighbors unlike before you don't hesitate to go right up to your adult neighbors and start a conversation the buzz has got you in the mood to mingle. They are all muttering about how Percy hasn't even shown up to his own going away party yet. <laughs> so I have a few choices here. I could go, yo, hey, I am buzzed and less off put by you goats. Look at you, bunch of goats. Who am I kidding? I love you. All right. Where's the man of the hour? Or, wee-oo, 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 aloha. <laughs> I'm going to go with aloha for now. Before any of them respond, your heinous neighbor, Matricia, interrupts, jumping in front of you with her digital camera. Look who's shirtless. So sad that Percy's moving, yes? Anyway... We're all just positively gushing over what my youngest son's been up to, lies Morticia. The one who works as the official mascot of Lettuce. You've met him, yes? I got some gin in me, so I'm highly interested in what that little gringo... (laughs) That that little gringo has been up to. Well, he's been crushed by a gazebo. We couldn't be happier for him. Come take a look at the last photos taken of him before the gazebo NASA installed on the International Space Station plummeted to Earth and landed right on top of my boy. At the very mention of a gazebo, an idea strikes your gin buzz brain. Look at pictures of her son and then have the gazebo idea. Or I could have the gazebo idea right now. I'm going to look at the pictures. All the the neighbors go ooh and ah and have fun over compliments about how crushed by a gazebo her son has grown up to be. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Okay. Okay, that's enough of that. You are way too into this. Have your gazebo idea. Fine, I have the gazebo idea. Gazebo. <laughs> A gazebo in the is the Rolex of benches. Imagine if someone glued an umbrella to a bench so Helicopter pilots couldn't spit on you from above. That's the kind of luxury that a gazebo affords. You look around Percy's yard. There are no gazebos. The gin buzz has got you feeling kind of kind and charitable. Wouldn't it be nice to give him a going away gift? A gazebo would be a really primo gesture. Imagine it. Percy. Laxy on his computer outside in the shade. Plus, since a gazebo would be really hard to ship to Tampa, it might even make him stay. Who knows? <laughs> okay, so I have two choices. Well, shit, I gotta build Percy a gazebo. Or I could park my car in Percy's yard, roll down the window and say, that's a gazebo. <laughs> I'm gonna get my car. Okay. You barrel your sedan into Percy's backyard, (laughs) crushing several snack tables and his grill. (laughs) Hey, everyone, look, I built Percy's a gazebo. Oh, that's not a gazebo, respond your neighbors. That's a shed. In the end, they're right. This isn't the real deal. If you're going to build a gazebo for Percy, don't take the easy way out. Build Percy a real gazebo. It's settled. 
you are going to build Percy a gazebo. All your neighbors clear out of Percy's yard at once because they saw a bee. Good. More room for construction. How do you want to get started? <laughs> so I have two choices. Buy a gazebo kit online or I can get fucked up on more gin and wing it. I'm kind of wing it. The more gin you can get in your system, the more you'll feel like you're pretty sure you can build <laughs> build a gazebo from scratch. How hard could that be? Go find more gin to get fucked up on. So I could steal gin from Percy's house, or I could hitchhike to the liquor store. <laughs> Let's head on out to the liquor store. <laughs> We're gonna hitchhike. You're buzzed and probably shouldn't be driving. So you hitchhike to the liquor store. Besides, the liquor's got you in the mood to mingle. And what better way to mingle with people than to hitchhike? Wiggle your thumb at sedans. A truck honks and pulls over. It's a Seagram's truck. Seagram's is the right <laughs> Seagram's is the Ray Rice of Gin. That's a big deal. Wow, this couldn't be more serendipitous. Hop in. Oh boy. My name's Rig. Let me guess. Liquor store? Presumes Rig the truck driver. Damn straight, Rig. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Well, shit. You got in the right Seagram's truck. Rig punches liquor store <laughs> into his Garmin GPS and then tugs his horn as he pulls back onto the road. Honk, honk, going to the liquor store. As you drive, you look in the truck. <laughs> Whoa. As you drive, you look in the truck's rearview mirror. Rig's reflection is a skeleton. Usually, usually you'd regard that as a bad omen. But right now, <laughs> you're buzzed as hell. And you just think it makes Rig cool. <laughs> hey, Rig. Real primo reflection you got there. Badass bones. <laughs> oh, God. You arrive at the liquor store? Looks like a prison of some sort. Rig has no reason to lie to you, so you take his word for it. Honk, honk. <laughs> I'll wait outside and give you a lift back home, too, buddy. Now go on and get some gin. Shouts, Rig. You give him a big thumbs up. Wow, that was suspiciously easy. You should hitchhike more often. Enter the liquor store. You enter. <laughs> gin, 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 gin. Oh, wow. You arrive at the liquor store. Looks like a liquor store on the inside, at least. Hey, you. Hey, you. This is the place where liquor is milked out of a stingray's brain. <laughs> this is where that happens. And that's where liquor comes from sometimes. Real fucked up experiments like that. <laughs> Oops. I mean, welcome to the liquor store. How can I help you today? Asked the smiling liquor lady. So I have, I have two choices. I need to build a gazebo or I need to get fucked up on some gin. Let's say that. Fucked up on gin 
eh? Sounds like you're building a gazebo, <laughs> responds the liquor lady. Well, I have some good news for you. We've got gin, and it'll get you good and fucked up, all right. That's what I like to hear, abuelo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh boy, the the liquor lady whispers into her phone. Boss, we've got another one. Begin prepping for surgery. She notices you looking. Oh, of course, my brother here, the liquor man, will show you right to it. I am the liquor man. Follow me, please. I will show you to the gin. Barks the liquor man, who is also smiling, but in a way that is. Very, very angry. <laughs> right on. Well, show me to it, liquor man. You reach the Jinnau. You are in heaven. The liquor man steps behind you. Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right, which gin do I... The liquor man stabs you in the skull with a syringe, injecting a cold fluid into your brain. Whatever's inside knocks you out in seconds. Pass out. So everything's blacked out once more. <laughs> oh no! Seagram's kidnapped you and let scientists in their experimental gin division do ex tested experiments on you. Rig, the liquor lady, and the liquor man were all in on it. They tricked you. Seagram's preys on buzzed hitchhiking gin maniacs like you. You are now a sentient bottle of <laughs> Seagram's. Your piss is 100% Seagram's gin. You are kept chained to the wall in a Seagram's factory and you are forced to piss into bottles of Seagram's. This is how Seagram's makes their gin now. Some of the Seagram's employees feel bad, so they sneak limes into the lab and squeeze them into your body, thinking the lime juice will make you feel better. But the lime juice is incredibly painful. Without a mouth, you are unable to communicate this to them, so they keep on squeezing lime juice into you. Your life is a living hell. You can never die. Because you are gin, you cannot get fucked up on gin. Therefore, you cannot build a gazebo for your neighbor. You failed. Try again. So let's return to the checkpoint. So we're not going to go hitchhiking now. So let's go steal gin from Percy's house. You decide to steal Percy's personal gin. A small investment on his part that will pay dividends once he's kicking back in the gazebo on his computer like Caesar, as he, <laughs> as he deserves. That jewel... Percy, you walk up to his front door. Knock. Can I open my door? Percy asks you from inside. Yes. No. I'm going to say no. Okay. Responds Percy. So I could knock again. I could walk inside anyway. Uh, let me knock again and see what happens. Can I open my door? No. Uh, okay. Let's just walk inside anyways and see what happens. You enter Percy's beautiful Dutch colonial home. You hear Monster Mash playing on low-quality phone speakers somewhere down the hall. Percy is trying and failing to hum along to it, stopping his foot in frustration each time he messes up the melody. He seems busy. Better skip the pleasantries and focus on stealing his gin so he can get his gazebo built. Where do you want to look for gin first? Upstairs or downstairs? Let's go up. You head upstairs to look for gin. Gin, 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 gin. You are upstairs. I could check the bedroom or I could check the bathroom. Let's go to the bathroom. Okay. You enter the bathroom and find your other neighbor, Gene. Gene's no Percy, but he's alright, you guess. He's laboring to lift a whole assortment of tools, tiles, pipes, and bathroom appliances above his head. Gene's eyes are bloodshot, his face bloated and red. 
He is stumbling around the bathroom with a long string of drool dangling from his gaping, groaning maw. Gene is extremely intoxicated. Sup, Gene? I'm trying to get fucked up on some gin. What are you doing here? Yo, my neighbor. Wow, I'm fucked up on tequila and renovating a bathroom for my sweet and slick neighbor. Percy, before he moves to Tampa. Who? 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 Who is such friendly, such a friendly slurs? Gene before vomiting onto his own crotch. That Percy, great neighbor, great neighbor. I'm here to get fucked up on gin and build him a gazebo. Only got a buzz going so so far, though. You're building a gazebo. For neighbor Percy, so friendly, so kind of you. What a nice little neighbor we are. I love you. I mean that, do I do. I fucking love you. Always have. I'll leave my family. Kerbal's <laughs> Gene, so drunk that his puke flies back up into his mouth and down his stomach on its own volition. Oh, the gin, that's downstairs. Percy keeps all that good shit down there, mumbles Jean right before pissing himself. Alright, alright, I-, I will go downstairs to get fucked up on some gin now. Thanks! You head downstairs to look for gin. Gin, 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 gin. Gin, 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 gin. A wine cellar, not what we're looking for. Keep going downstairs deeper underground. <laughs> it's like an MC Escher painting. Gin, 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 gin. Gin, 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 gin. Finally, a liquor crypt. Beat your chest like a gorilla to celebrate the find. Okay. Alrighty. Alright. Let's see what we have here. Locate gin. Bingo. Get fucked up on that primo gin. Chug that shit. Chug that shit. <laughs> Chug that Shit. Chug that shit. (laughs) Don't stop. (laughs) Keep chugging that shit. Chug that shit. (laughs) Finish chugging. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Your brain processes the alcohol in seconds flat. That buzz you had going has become a full-bodied intoxication earthquake. You can hardly see straight. Your face grows numb and you feel more able to construct a gazebo than ever. Congratulations. That means you are fucked up on gin. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Or I could black out. I want black out. I want to see... Here we go. The third time. (laughs) You hear waves. You smell the ocean. Stir awake. My love awakens. How did you rest me, amor? Asks a handsome man with a Puerto Rican accent who you've never met before. You have no idea where you are or what day it is. You are hungover as hell. You appear to be on a yacht, the stranger's soft, all-white resort, where billows in the salty breeze gliding over the yacht 
like a gentle ocean whisper. Christ, I I got a spew. Where the hell am I? Home, declares the handsome stranger. Paradise is at home now. Oh boy, you remember nothing. After you chugged that gin, things seem to have gotten pretty out of hand. Half hung over a vomit overboard the ship. A perfect day, no? Oh, mi amor, I cannot wait any longer. My heart will burst if I delay another moment, exclaims the handsome stranger with passion as his cerulean blue eyes gaze out over the endless ocean. We have made our home in paradise. This island, it is for you. The ocean, it is for you. The world, I give you, and it is ours forever. We have sailed the seven seas, climbed the tallest mountains, traversed the driest deserts with one another. Together, we have defeated our enemies and found peace in the warm embrace of each other's arms. We have made love so powerful that fruit grows, grew from the ground where our bodily congregation was made. There is but one journey left for us to take. The man, the man fishes a small box out of his pocket. He gets down on one knee, scratch your belly, and see if there's any Gatorade or coconut water nearby for your hangover. <laughs> or I could say, I threw up all over the side of your boat. I'm going to say that. Mi amor. Will you marry me? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? You don't know this guy's name. You have no idea how you got here or what you did after drinking Percy's gin. Apparently a lot. <laughs> Even so, spending the rest of your life in paradise doesn't sound so bad. You could learn this guy's name easy. You could learn how you came to be together. Maybe, just maybe, you could even learn to love him. Having a yacht and private tropical island to yourself doesn't sound half bad. What do you do? (laughs) I could return home to build a gazebo for my neighbor, or I could marry the handsome stranger and live in paradise forever. Let's marry him. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Aloha, paradise. You take the plunge and marry the handsome stranger. You spend the rest of your days soaking up the sun and spreading your toes in pink and gold sand. Every day you drink from fresh coconuts and eat fish, the color of the rainbow directly out of the ocean, which is your new and improved backyard. It is a nice life, a quiet life, much quieter than the old neighborhood you used to live in, where that one neighbor you really liked lived too. What was his name? Peter? Parsi? Barcel? It escapes you. You never learned the handsome manager's name. <laughs> but you don't need to. The way you make a love together transcends what knowing his name could ever do for you. You make love on the beach every night at sunset with a pina colado in one hand and, well, him in the other. You are never sad again. You die happy. Getting fucked up on gin led you to a life of luxury and happiness. But you did not build a gazebo for your neighbor. Try again. So let's return to the checkpoint. Uh, Okay, I said return to the checkpoint. Come on. Okay, here we go. Okay, so uh, let's go. Yeah, baby. You smash the gin bottle to celebrate being fucked up and crawl back upstairs. <laughs> crawl upstairs and go hurl niceties at Percy. You crawl for hours. <laughs> Keep crawling. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. You are fucked up on gin for sure. If your double vision is any indication. Sadly, there are not two of Percy. You wish. Focus your drunk vision. There we go. Hello, neighbor. 
you have stolen my gin. You're fucked up on it. Thank you. Can I leave my home? Asked Percy. Percy! In the flesh! The numero uno motherfucker! My man! I got a goodbye gift coming at you! Sounds good. Thank you for coming to my goodbye party that I did not attend, says Percy. I did not come because I was busy reprogramming the hate speech button on my computer to do something wonderful. I'm going to press it now. Wait, no, no, don't do it. That's a bad button, Prince of Persia. (laughs) I'm begging you. Too late. He presses the button. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay, now there's a child. Immediately after Percy presses the hate speech button, a small boy scuttles out of an air vent in the room and sits in Percy's lap. This is my son. I named him hate speech because that's what the button said. Now it summons him. May May I enter home? Pegs Percy. Hello, neighbor, says hate speech. You never met me because I live in the vents. I never go outside. This is because I'm afraid of a helicopter pilot spitting on me from above. I yearn to play in my backyard, but my fear is too great to risk it. If only we had a structure that would ensure that could never happen. Your gin-soaked heart swells. The gazebo is an even more perfect gift than you originally thought. A gift for his whole family. <clears throat> so I've got three choices here. I could say, Fucking good to meet you, hate speech. The right-hand man of the numero uno motherfucker himself. Or, little compadro, you just wait, uh, little compadro, because I-, I got a gift coming at your dad that you are going to fucking love. Two, or any anyone who's a son of my neighbor is a fucking uh neighbor of mine. Damn, Jim got me gone. I'm gonna say that one. <laughs> Don't curse. Types hate speech into a web browser. Well, now that you are fucked up on Jin, it's time for the next step. Get a hammer. That is the only tool you'll need to build a gazebo. Say goodbye and leave Percy's house. You got it, sweet thing. It is wrong to say that at a kid? Hmm. Whatever. All right, all right. I I gotta go find a hammer. Or I could respond by just screaming, Hammer! And stumbling out. Someone stumble out. (laughs) After drunkenly falling down Percy's front steps. <laughs> dislocating both shoulders. Then falling again in a way that relocated. <laughs> then falling in a way... Again, in a way that relocated both of your shoulders, you are now on your street. Go find a hammer. So I could grab one from my tool shed, or I could stay in the middle of the street and keep screaming hammer. I'm going to do that. (laughs) You scream hammer over and over again. Keep screaming hammer. Suddenly, you feel a rumbling in the distance. A stampede? Then you hear a chant, gradually increasing in volume. Toil, toil, work the land. With blistered and arthritic hands, our bracks will break this lawn will rake. Two dollars a day the wage will make. Turn toward the source of the racket. It is the neighbor children. Neighborhood children still playing their game of exploitative labor like they were at the yard party. They are running straight at you. 
<laughs> I could keep screaming hammer, or I could scream fair wages. I'm going to scream hammer. Keep the hammer train going. The neighborhood children come to a halt right in front of you. Several more scurry onto the scene as well, carrying various lawn care equipment. You are good at yelling hammer. We are looking for a boss that loudly demand us to do manual labor, such as hammering, says the kids in unison. Will you play the boss? Shit, yeah. I'll boss you throw those Tito's around if you get me a hammer. Okay, we can get a hammer, but how much will you pay us? I could offer a oh wow, I could offer a living wage. I could offer the current national minimum wage. I could offer two dollars a day, or I could offer them no pay whatsoever. Hmm. I'm gonna offer them no pay and see what happens. Oh, but then there will be an uprising against you, and you will force us to behead you in a public square. Shouts a child who has started to cry. Offer them two dollars a day. The children cheer over how much you were exploiting them and run off to their parents' tool sheds. Cheer along while holding back chin vomits. Oh, I got plenty of hammers now. They return dumping a giant pile of hammers at your feet. You could build a hundred gazebos with this many hammers. Yay, they cheer. Threaten to withhold their pay entirely unless they get you nails. <laughs> The children cheer some more as they run off to gather nails, then hold swings that hold swing sets and tray houses together from around the neighborhood. Pump your arms and cheer as you vomit on, on Percy's lawn. Uh, so I got a bunch of nails now. The children return once more, this time with thousands and thousands of rusty nails. Perfect. Exploitative boss exploitative boss they chant tell them they will be working unpaid overtime to bring you lame lumber demand large pizza wings jalapeno cheese poppers blue cheese fries a grilled cheese that uses pepperoni as the bread garlic knots garlic knots a couple burgers chicken fingers hot dogs and a slice of multi-grain bread soaked in hot sauce uh, I'm going to demand some food. Oh, wow. Good call. Just what your gut needed right now. Pig out on this drunken feast while you demand the kids get back to work. Demand lumber. The children then go from backyard to backyard, smashing dog houses and collecting the scrap wood for lumber. Mumble, ooh, as you piss yourself. <laughs> And try to keep your eyes open. <laughs> they drop the lumber at your feet. And just like that, you now have all the materials you'll need to build a gazebo. <laughs> so I could demand that they build the gazebo too. Or I could fire the children to relieve them from their duty. As my exploited laborers. I'm, I'm going to do this by myself. I'm going to fire these kids. Oh, God, there's some dogs. Too late. The kids are gone. An angry pack of Dobermans whose doghouses the children smashed for lumber chased all of them into the forest. They are never seen or heard from again. Rumors spread that the children formed a worker cooperative with the dogs somewhere in Appalachia. Some say the rumors are false. Hope purely meant to offer the parents a semblance of closure. Others say they've seen the progressive little utopia run by kids and Dobermans with their own eyes. You, all you know for sure is you're drunk as fuck and ready to build a gazebo. Slink into Percy's backyard with the building materials. Okay, you got your nails, you got your hammer, and you got your lumber. You haven't thought much about how to build a gazebo beyond this point. <laughs> <laughs> I could use Percy's computer to look up the wiki how for a drunken gazebo building, or I could close my eyes and just hammer. Let's just let's just hammer, baby. <sighs> Who needs a blueprint or engineering know-how? The blueprint for the gazebo is in your heart, right next to Percy. You close your eyes. 
dual-wield hammers in each hand and swing away. Hammer. You hammer. Keep hammering. You hammer and hammer. Keep hammering. You hammer, hammer, hammer. Keep hammering. You hammer so much you raise the hammer to swing again. What the hell is going on? You hear someone yell. Oh, I don't know whose voice that is. You hear someone yell over Percy's fence. Ignore them and keep hammering. (laughs) Or I could stop hammering and acknowledge them. Let's see who the hell this is. It's your other neighbor's birdhouse, Bethany, laughed and her toddler birdhouse, Bartholomew. The Iranian government contracts them to build birdhouses. This is how they earn a living. What's all this racket? You hammer so loud. Where the hell are your pants? <laughs> Look down. Well, turns out you lost your pants somewhere along the way. You have no idea where your pants are. You remember taking off your shirt, but not your pants. All you have is your Hanes, your hammer, and a belly full of gin. <laughs> Burp, shrug, and finger your belly button. They stare bewildered. Oh, shut up and leave me alone. I'm building a gazebo for Percy. Percy? Well, cheers to that. Hell of a neighbor. We'll miss him. If anyone deserves a gazebo, it's that motherfucker. Toast, toast the birdhouse women. I don't know why I gave him a male voice, but sure. So kind of you to build him a gazebo, but it looks like you could use a little help. Flip them off as you look at what you've hammered together so far. Yikes, you hammered and hammered and Samuel ended up with a crucifix. A crucifix has way, way less shade cover. What's the point? Sigh and burp. We know how to build birdhouses. We are gazebos for crows, says birdhouse Bartholomew. We're more than help, happy to help you, but by contract, anything we design becomes property of the Iranian government, follows up birdhouse Bethany. Knowing this, would you still like our help? I can accept their help, or I could say, Fuck off! Build your own damn gazebo for Percy! So, I'm going to accept their help. You accept their offer of assistance. You're not too worried about the Iran thing, and you don't think Percy will be either. At least Iran's our ally, you figure. Oh, God. Plus, you've been fucked up on gin all day. You're exhausted. Birdhouse Bethany and Birdhouse Bartholomew immediately start to draw blueprints. Take a look at the blueprints. Wow, they seem to really know what they're doing. Hang your hammer up and let them take the wheel from here. You hang your hammer and let your neighbors do the heavy lifting. Lay on the ground and slap the drum part from hot for teacher on your belly while your neighbors work. Oh, no. Crap. Go back. Ah, shoot. Did I lose it? Okay, here we go. Okay, Birdhouse Bethany picks up a megaphone. Neighborhood, neighborhood, our sweetheart neighbor Percy is in need of a gazebo. Lend us your power, manpower, so his property may be graced with one. Hiccup and drool. Your whole neighborhood arrives. Men, women, children that didn't get chased into the woods by Dobermans. Coming together and getting fucked up on Jen as a community just to build Percy a gazebo. What a beautiful sight. Such neighborly love. Maybe your neighborhood isn't so mediocre after all. This is a heartwarming way to send Percy off. All thanks to your drunk ass. You're all numero uno motherfuckers to me. All your neighbors swarm the yard, stepping over your near unconscious and almost nude body to pitch in and treat Percy to a goodbye gazebo. You feel yourself slowly passing out. It becomes hard to keep your eyes open. But my idea, I get credit. Tell Percy, I get credit. (laughs) Blacked out again. The roof of the gazebo is swiftly erected above you just as you pass out on the backyard lawn. 
pass out. Wake up. You begin to wake up. Your head is fucking pounding. You are so nauseous. Ugh. You are incredibly hungover. You are certain you will throw up if you move even slightly. You hear Percy's voice singing along to Monster Mash in perfect harmony. It somewhat soothes the pain in your head and stomach. Open your eyes. You are laying on the floor in Percy's living room. He is relaxing on his computer. It is the next morning. Good morning. I dragged you into my house because a Doberman was trying to drag your unconsciously and patty into your unconscious body back into the woods, says Percy. Thank you for the gazebo. I love the gazebo. I feel appreciated. In fact, because the gazebo will be so expensive to ship, I will no longer be moving to Tampa. I am here to stay. May I leave my house? Whispers Percy. Look outside. The gazebo is completed. Against all odds, you did it. Plus, you got Percy to stay in the neighborhood. You turn back to Percy. You're welcome. Yes, you may leave your house. Hate speech, too. <laughs> or I could say, what are you talking about? I must have blacked out. I don't remember anything. I want to say that. With a click of the hate speech button, hate speech scuttles out of the vents and back into Percy's lap. I am very grateful that I can now play outside without fear of a helicopter pilot spitting on me. Declares hate speech, beaming with joy. So now I got to say... There's one thing you should know. The Iranian Iranian government technically owns your gazebo or... Wait, what the fuck is that? (laughs) How did I I get here? I'm going to say that. Wait, well... Well, you have no idea what just happened. Apparently you got fucked up. (laughs) Apparently you got fucked up on Jen and built a gazebo for your neighbor. (laughs) And not just any gazebo, but one where Iran's supreme leader, Ali Khamenei, has the right to go sitting whenever he wants. Oh, Jesus, he's there right now just sitting he's not saying anything just staring at a butterfly is he even enjoying himself either way you wonder what's wrong with you and why you did that you are humiliated to have woken up in percy's holes only wearing underwear stained with piss but are nonetheless happy that percy loves relaxing on his computer in the gazebo you apparently built him you decide not to drink again for a long long while so uh, that's it (laughs) this has been a nice long one thanks everybody for listening to this take care